Hey everyone, you're listening to the Sales with Kales podcast, the podcast where I teach you actionable and easy to implement sales tactics and techniques so you can walk away from each episode with a new insight that you can apply straight away to your sales process and sell more, more confidently. Let's get right into it. This is Sales with Kales. Welcome back, everybody, to episode number five. I believe it's number five. And today we're going to be talking about bringing up objections before they actually surface at the end after you've asked for the sale. I never used to be a believer in this. And I always thought back in the day that, listen, if they have objections, they'll tell me at the end when I ask and I'll just get through them then. But... It's not until I actually started utilizing this that I found it much more effective. And I'm going to go into actually why that's true. So studies show that that when someone voices their opinion publicly to someone else, even if it's one person, that they are more committed to that opinion or that statement that they make. So if it's in their head, they can kind of be like, oh, okay, they're, they're kind of loosely deciding around that area of, of whatever their opinion is. But if they state it, like they say, I like apples, for example, they're going to be more committed to the idea of liking apples. Weird example, but the point uh, is still there. And it's, let me give another one as well. It's like, if someone says, listen, I can't afford it out loud, and they say that they're going to be more committed to that idea and that re- it becomes more real to them that they can't afford it. Whereas if it's a thought in their head, hmm, can I afford this? Can I afford this? If it's publicly stated, it's going to be more difficult to get them to convince them otherwise. And once someone's opinion is publicly stated, for example, if they say they can't afford it, they're going to act in ways consistent with that reality because they've stated publicly, they're now holding themselves accountable to that statement. And this has been proven in many studies. So if I tell you I can't afford it, I'm gonna, my, that becomes my reality more so as if it was just in my head where I haven't said it to anyone. But now that I've said it out loud, I have to act and I'm compelled to act in ways that are consistent with that statement. So whether you try and convince me out of it, I'm still more or less going to be more committed to my statement. Whereas if I haven't said it before and it was just in my head, I'm more tempted with the idea of, okay, in my head it wasn't too affordable, but now because I haven't said it, you've now made it clear that it's a little more affordable than I thought it would. So it just makes your job a lot easier as a salesperson. You can also probably think of a time, and I know I can think of many times where I've actually, this has led to me getting into arguments with people where I've voiced an opinion about something. Like for example, I said, I want to go to the movies versus somewhere else. And I've said it so many times, no, I'm committed to going to the movies tonight. Whereas if someone actually made a rational argument that it makes more sense to not go to the movies, can we please do something else tonight? I've felt just this like wrenching obligation to say no because I'm so committed and I've said it so many times I just have to argue my point even though I kind of don't want to go anymore I still have to stick with it because I've voiced it so many times publicly we can't avoid this by bringing up objections before they surface so 
what you want to do, you want to understand, of course, your industry, because that's imperative, When what you're selling, everything about it. And you want to think on it and think on what are the most common objections that people have in my industry. So you want to go back and think, when I sit down, what are the number one things people say? Is it price? Is it location? Is it convenience? Is it, it is it the as little as you know the I want to think about it? So you want to think every single example that you've heard and find the most common ones. And then what you want to do is you want to integrate bringing this up before your prospect does. And where you do that is in your sales conversation before you ask for the price. So let's say for example I am selling a high-end gym membership and someone's coming in and this the prices to my gym are like five are like five hundred dollars a month where other gyms are like fifty dollars or for you know let's say two hundred dollars a month because five hundred is ridiculous just for a gym so two hundred dollars a month and let's say i'm sitting with my prospect and we're talking we're talking about the facility i'm showing them around there it's a beautiful facility because you're paying 200 a month and then when i let's say sit them down at at an appropriate point in the conversation after they've seen what the gym for example has to offer this is how you'd bring it up you'd say now most people are concerned with the price at first it is definitely higher than almost every other gym out there but here's why and then you go into explaining we do have the full service pool we have our full saunas we have the steam rooms we have every everything in in sight that you can possibly imagine to really really see the full benefits of having everything in one place and after you know people sign up and they're with us for a few months they really really feel that the money is worthwhile and if you do this First, your customer or your prospect only has one option is them to look at you and be like, that's just ridiculous or, or like what's the price, stuff like that. Or they're going to look at you and they're going to say, because I guess they won't, they won't, not, you shouldn't tell them the price yet. They're going to think to themselves, hmm, you know, that actually makes sense. So they're going to become more comfortable with the idea of it being expensive because you've just primed that idea and you framed it in an appropriate way where later on where you talk about exactly how much the price is they're going to be like hmm it is really expensive but from what you said earlier it does make sense and it would and in their mind they're thinking it would be kind of foolish to say it's too expensive because I did agree with him prior. Oh, that makes sense. Because what they're going to do after you say most people are concerned at first with the price, but then after a few months of using it, they feel like it's extremely worth it and that it's definitely worth the full value of it. And they're going to say, okay, that makes sense. I see you have a wonderful facility. And it's going to be a lot harder for them to say, oh, it's just too expensive because they're going to kind of contradict themselves. And if they've publicly said, wow, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because your facility is great, it's going to be very difficult for them to object on the price. And then on the other side of that as well, you're playing both hands against you if you don't do this because when they say the price is too expensive at the end, as we mentioned before, that the studies show people are going to be more committed to the opinions that they state publicly. You don't want to give them the ability to say the price is too expensive first. You want to address the most common objections before they're voiced. 
again with price, again with any of the most common ones. And this obviously is doesn't mean that they won't say at the end it's too expensive because some people will and it might be out of their budget or whatnot. But at the end of the day, this strategy is going to reduce the amount of people telling you it's too expensive and therefore you're going to have a higher closing percentage and you're going to reduce the resistance around price entirely or around whatever it is that's a common objection you have in general with the area that you're selling in. And just integrate it properly into your sales conversation so when you're and it can be at any point when you feel appropriate i do this sometimes i do it at the beginning at the end in the middle it just depends on how the conversation is really going at that point and once they like agree with you and they say and you tell them look most people are really concerned with the size so another great example is let's say if you're selling some you're selling a service and where it involves people to come in and use your facility and the facility is small and compact a lot of people would have the objection that listen this is too small for me or it's too crowded so here are another two ones that for example utilize this these are very important so if you're selling something with a small place and has low capacity to hold people, listen, a lot of people are concerned that our facility is too small to handle large volumes and you're going to be coming into an overcrowded place. I just want to let you know that here's the precautions we take. We actually have a cap on the amount of people and we have a waiting list that's implemented once we reach a certain number of volumes. And the reason we do this is so no one actually has to feel overwhelmed in this environment. And the great thing about that is it's worked so well that no one's come back disappointed because of that. And they're going to say, the only thing that they're going to say is, okay, great. That makes a lot of sense. You've just covered a potential concern of mine when it comes for you time for you to show me that pricing structure. I'm not going to say, you know what? I don't want to do this because I'm worried that it's going to be too busy. You've just addressed the fact that it's going to be too busy. And I'd feel like an idiot saying it again because you've already mentioned that. So this just sets you up again. It puts all the cards in your favor. It's doing the, it's giving yourself the best opportunity to get that sale, to make it happen. And at the same time, you're addressing, you're addressing concerns that they might have. Everyone loves to feel understood without having to say anything. So if you're saying, listen, I bet you're concerned about the the volume amount of people coming in or i bet you're concerned about the price most people are i just want to i want to put your your concerns to rest and really let you know that when people do this or whatever it is and related to them in their specific situation that they are not disappointed after after they've moved forward with this for a few months and it's worked out does that make sense to you things like that really really helpful it's a two second insertion into your sales conversations and it's going to yield you hundreds and hundreds of percents and benefits so that was the topic today again bringing up objections before they surface think through your sales process come up with the most common objections that people would have about doing business with you and address them before they are voiced to you People are going to feel more understood, they're going to like you more, and they're going to think, wow, this guy gets me, it makes sense what he's saying, I'm ready to do business. That was Sales with Kales, it's a short one today. Hope you've enjoyed, hope you guys have had a great day, got some value out of this, implement, implement this into your next sales conversation, hope it goes well, take care.